0: The reason I'm telling you overnight success isn't something to aim for, isn't to discourage you. The reason is to push you to get real with yourself. Are you willing to put in the hard work? Don't just say yes. Really ask yourself, are you willing to put in the hard work, the blood, sweat, and tears? It's going to be frustrating. (laughs) You're going to cry. You're going to have to step out of your comfort zone and try again and again. It's not going to be a walk in the park. It takes someone with thick skin. And the reason I say this is because if you're like one leg in and one leg out, when things get hard, when you're disappointed, when you have to make sacrifices, everything's going to crumble at the first hardship that you experience because you're on shaky ground. But if you're all in, two legs firmly planted, then you're ready to hold out for what you believe in. And that every tear, every letdown, every exhausted moment is going to be worth it 10 times over. I'm Amy Porterfield, ex-corporate girl turned CEO of a multi-million dollar business but it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence, money, and time to focus on growing my small but mighty business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today, one that changes lives and gives me more freedom than I ever thought possible, one that used to only exist as a daydream. I created the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur or one in the making who's looking to create a business that makes an impact and helps you create a life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Riddle me this. What do Steven Spielberg, J.K. Rowling, Lady Gaga, Marie Forleo, Oprah, and Rachel Hollis all have in common? If you guessed success that took time, grit, and persistence, then you would be spot on. I'm sure that's exactly what you said, right? Every single successful person that I just mentioned has a career that certainly did not happen overnight. Oh no, so far from it. In fact, I'm just going to throw it out there that the list I just gave you, all of those people have over one hundred years of combined effort before they achieve their seemingly overnight success. But I get it. It's so easy to look around social media, especially as an entrepreneur, and just think everybody is ahead of you and that more and more people are just experiencing this crazy success that's happening quickly for them. We call it overnight success, but to make it even simpler, it's this feeling that everybody is ahead of you and getting more successful than you more quickly. If you've ever felt that and then from there felt anxiety or like you're not enough because of that, then listen in, my friend. This episode is for you. Now, I don't have... The secret elixir to overnight success. So that's not what this episode is about. But after 11 years of growing my business and having a few well-known friends who have been dubbed as overnight success stories, which couldn't be further from the truth. I'm here to tell you that it's a myth and I'm calling BS on overnight success. One of my good friends is Rachel Hollis. The only way you might not know who she is is if you've been living under a rock. No judgment, (laughs) you do you, but come on. We pretty much all know who she is, right? Here's the deal. She worked for years and years and years. The proof is that if you Google her, you will see videos from so far back, you hardly even recognize her. The girl has been hustling for a long, long time, and she has faced rejection after rejection, after rejection. And if she didn't face all of that, then I wouldn't be sitting here today and say that most everyone listening to this episode knows who she is. But unfortunately, and I have heard it with my own two ears, most people claim, gosh, she came out of nowhere. She's like an overnight success. Uh, not true. And get this, Did you know that Rachel has multiple books and she's been writing books for years and years and she finally got her big break with the New York Times bestseller, Girl, Wash Your Face, which she even admits was just, quote, okay when it was first released. Here's what I'm trying to get at. Society has glorified overnight success, and it's easy to think it's the real deal when we look on Instagram or any other type of social media. Because of this, many entrepreneurs have taken on an unconscious desire for that quick success. But all this does is leave us feeling anxious and as if we're behind. So today, We're going to talk about some of my favorite examples of people who might look like overnight successes from the outside, but in all actuality, they're not. I'm going to give you a little bit about their story, and we're going to talk about the benefits of slow, consistent growth. I hope you just let out just a deep breath right there when I said, we're going to talk about slow, consistent growth. I want you to embrace that because... I've experienced firsthand how beneficial this can be and how much you learn about yourself along the way if you don't rush it. So this episode is going to give you permission to slow down just a bit so that you can see that amazing success you're after. Just hear me out. We'll get into it. I I know that you want to hurry up and get to the finish line as fast as possible, but we're going to talk about what that really looks like. My brand voice guide is my business's North Star when it comes to keeping all my business content and marketing content clear, consistent, and inviting. That's why I created the Brand Voice Guide Outline You Wish You Had Sooner, which is a free resource to help your business experience the same as mine. So all you have to do is plug in your business details into the given outline that I've created that has all the essential components of a brand voice guide. So you don't even have to pay to get it created like I did. You can plug in your information and you'll be well on your way to having a cohesive voice across all brand assets. And I've even shared my own brand voice guide with you so you can use it as a reference as you craft your own. It's like having a mentor right by your side. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. Okay. And in true online marketing made easy fashion, I've got a little three-step process for eliminating that unconscious desire, you might not even know you have it, for overnight success. Plus I put together a freebie. I haven't done a freebie for a while. I'm obsessed with it. It's so good. I know you're going to love it. It's a fill in the blank letter to yourself for those times when you're feeling incredibly discouraged that this whole freaking thing is taking way too long. So it's this really cool fill in the blank letter that I want you to use every any time you're trying to rush it and it's not going fast enough, at least as fast as you think it should. So you can get that at amyporterfield.com forward slash 305. So amyporterfield.com forward slash 305 to grab the freebie. Okay, so whether you're a beginner, you're just starting out and you're hoping for that overnight success, even though you don't want to admit it, it's the truth, or if you've been an entrepreneur for some time now and you're wondering why you're not experiencing faster success, this episode is a must listen for you. Let's get to it. In the digital age of overnight success stories, such as Facebook Story, the hard slog is easily overlooked. This quote is from James Dyson. You may know him as the founder of Dyson vacuum cleaners. Maybe you have one in your house like I do. So although coined an overnight success, everyone was saying, God, this guy's come out of the blue Dyson actually had 5,127 failed vacuum prototypes before even one took off. And dare I say it, all of those failures, 5,127 of them, helped him to create the success that he now has today. But that was over a span of 15 years, meaning he failed over 5,000 times over 15 years. I can't even believe the guy didn't quit. I don't know if I could say that about myself if that was me, but look what he's done from all those failures. Keep that in mind. I mentioned this earlier, but do you ever catch yourself scrolling on Instagram and thinking, oh, that girl, she just came out of nowhere. Why can't I have that kind of quick success? I'm sure we're all guilty of thinking this one time or another, right? I believe that we have to start being more mindful and careful of the thoughts that pop up in our head and the feelings we create from those thoughts when we see someone who has had success that seems like it happened overnight. Here's the deal. We don't know the whole story. In fact, it's rare that we know the story until sometime later. You know that not-so-sexy story of massive amounts of hustle and hard work and tears and years of grinding the pavement? You don't typically get those stories right out of the gate when someone seems to have a lot of success. Those stories tend to come later, which is really a bummer because I think we need to realize in that moment when we see that success, oh, this took grit. This took hard work. This took a lot of time. But we tend not to equate the two in our head at the same time when we're first hearing about somebody's success. And because of this, it's easy to get stuck in the mindset that we want what we see others experiencing when it comes to their success. We want it. And we want that explosion of success with minimal hard work and grit. The reality is there are very, very few stories of great success that are either quick or without a lot of hardship. It's just life, but we tend to forget that. And behind every successful story, I know there's hard work and there's grit and there's resilience. I know that, but sometimes I forget it, especially when I'm scrolling through Instagram So I thought if you're anything like me, you might appreciate some proof and some reminders. And that's what this episode is all about. Basically, I wanna give you some proof that this whole quick success, overnight success thing is BS through and through. I have a feeling this episode's going to inspire you. And I want you to think about these stories, even if you've heard them before, these are great reminders. Think about these stories on the days that are really tough and the days where you're like, this is taking too freaking long. That's when this episode's going to be especially handy. So maybe listen in and then bookmark it so you can come back to it again and again when you need it the most. Okay. So first up, Steven Spielberg, you know, the guy who directed E.T., Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones, Jaws, and so many others. So here's the deal. He was actually rejected from the University of Southern California, USC, three different times. Not once, not twice. He was rejected from the university three times before he decided to attend another school, which he then dropped out of to actually direct some of the movies that we know the best. Pretty cool, right? Okay. Next up, J.K. Rowling. She was divorced. She was a single mother supporting her family on welfare when she wrote Harry Potter. (laughs) I mean, come on. All of that was happening when she wrote Harry Potter. And then Harry Potter was rejected 12 times by publishers before being picked up. Sometimes when I hear the story, I think that's a lie. There's no way, but we all know it is not a lie. I mean, come on. And if you follow J.K. Rowling, you know that she's a really, really cool chick. I mean, the story she tells, the way she conducts herself, just who she is, I feel as though that rejection and the life that she led, it shaped her into the confident woman, the outspoken woman that she is today. And so again, I think all these lessons and hardships that people face, it shapes them into the people they are today. Don't forget that part. Let's talk about Lady Gaga. She started singing and playing the piano at the age of four. She pretty much committed her whole entire life to honing her performance in her voice. In fact, at one point to make ends meet, She worked three different jobs. Now, she was eventually picked up and then dropped by a label just before finally seeing all of her efforts pay off when she experienced success with their song, Just Dance. Now, remember, this is after years and years and years of commitment and hustle, long nights, getting paid crap, singing in bars that she didn't want to be at. I mean, all of that, barely making ends meet, all the hard stuff to get to where she is today. To me, that is incredibly powerful. All right, moving on. Let's talk about Oprah. Queen o was actually fired from her job as a TV reporter because she was told that she wasn't fit for television. That's a direct quote, fit for television, meaning she did not look the part. She did not act the part and they didn't want her. Now she picked herself up. She kept moving on and she eventually landed a gig on a failing morning show, a show that was not doing well. That takes a lot of guts. And over the years with persistence and determination, she turned that into something great. And of course, We all know her for the Oprah Winfrey Show, but it didn't start out like that. That's the big reminder here. What we see at the end is nothing like what it looked like at the beginning. So, I was recently watching a quick video on YouTube, and it was Oprah back in 1986 when she was just getting ready to launch the Oprah Winfrey Show. And she was being interviewed by a guy on CBS. And the guy interviewing her was asking about the show and she said, and she said it, I watched her, like I was watching the video and she said it was so much confidence. She says, it will do well. And then he says, and if it doesn't, and this is a direct quote, this is what she said. And if it doesn't, I will still do well. I will do well because I'm not defined by a show. We are defined by the way we treat ourselves and the way we treat other people. And when I heard that, I thought, I need to remind you of that because even if you're doing big things in your business right now, even if you're taking big risks and you believe with all your heart that it will do well, like Oprah said about her show, it will do well. And then if it doesn't, if you're able to pick yourself up and say, Well, I will still do well. I'm not defined by that one project. That is how you become a legacy. That is how you are in it for the long haul and you see amazing, huge success. The kind of success that people say she came out of nowhere, that's how you do it. Failures do not define who you are because you are more than those projects Those strategies, those funnels, those launches, whatever they are, they do not define you. That's just a little quick reminder there. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products, and I want to talk about Shopify. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. All right. So moving on. Marie Forleo. I wanted to talk about somebody, actually, I'm going to talk about two people right now that are in our world more so, like a little bit more tangible, a little bit more down to earth than let's say the Oprahs and Lady Gagas. And one thing about Marie, because I've known her for so long, I know her backstory well. And I know that She held multiple jobs in the very beginning. And you probably, if you know Marie, you know her story, but I want to point something out. She used to bartend when she had other jobs to pay the bills. When she was starting to build her business, she would bartend. And people would come up to the bar and she was studying to be a life coach at the time. So she would kind of talk to them about their lives and and what's going on. And she'd probably give some unsolicited advice. I don't know, I'm kind of making that up, but I'm guessing how this all went down. And when they showed an interest in what kind of content she was creating, she would grab a clipboard And she'd say, join my email list. I'll send you a newsletter every week. (laughs) This is way, way, way back when. First of all, don't try this. That's not how you build an email list, nor is it legal. But way back in the day when you could get away with that kind of stuff, she was scrappy. And so in any moment, if she met someone she knew she could help, she had the clipboard, get on my email list in a bar when she was a bartender. So when you think of that, Marie, it's very different than the Marie you see now, but everyone hustles. Everyone has to get scrappy. Everyone that is a success story in their own right. So don't think that you can skip those parts and rush ahead. And here's what I really want to share with you. You should never, ever want to skip those parts. And here's why you are on a path. There is nothing wrong with you, even if you've been at it for five or 10 or 15 years. I believe, as I'm sure the other entrepreneurs that I mentioned throughout this episode believe as well, that there is so much benefit to experiencing success with time and failures and growing your business slowly and steadily. So, Here are some of the benefits. Here's why you don't want to skip through all the hard stuff, all the grit, all the tears, all the hard work, all the resilience. Here's why you do not want to rush through any of that. Number one, when you're in it for the long haul and you experience all that, it helps you to truly identify who you are and what you stand for. Every time you experience, let's say, a failed launch, a busted up webinar, some kind of rejection you become deeper, you step deeper into who you truly are. You learn how strong you truly are, you see what you're made of, and you learn so much about how you can get back up. And there's confidence in that. That's where confidence is born, when you understand and realize and prove to yourself what it takes to get back up. So learning something about yourself every step of the way, through those hard times, it shapes you to who you are. And, you know, there was an article I read from my dear friend Laura Belgray. And I talked about Laura on the show before. Actually, she was a guest. She is an amazing copywriter. She has the program Copy Cure, actually, with Marie Forleo. They're partners in that program. And she wrote this beautiful article. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. But basically, she talked about the fact that she made her first million when she turned 50 years old. And she talks about the fact that she would never change that for the world, that it was perfect timing. And she's been at this for a long time. She just turned 50. And that's when she hit her first million-dollar year. And she talks about the fact that she loved how it all came about, and she'd never want that instant success early on anyway. It's a good read, some great reminders, and it will kind of give you an opportunity to take a breath and slow down. But for the good of your business. Anyway, I'll link to it in the show notes. So we're talking about why you'd never, ever, ever want to skip the time it takes to be successful and the experiences in all of that. And number two, the reason number two is it gives you the freedom to test the waters and get clear on who you want to serve, your ideal customer avatar. We talk about that so much on the show, and so many of you have been honest and vulnerable with me to say, I'm still confused about who my ideal customer is. I don't know enough about them. I don't even know who I'm serving. The reason for that sometimes is that we're rushing through things, trying to get to some kind of imaginary finish line and not allowing ourselves to experiment And really kind of test the waters of who we want to serve and how we want to do it. And if you do slow down and you don't rush, that time allows you to verify that your area of expertise is truly where you want to be. In fact, you might be surprised to find that your heart is somewhere else or that you're drawn to something else. But if your only focus is getting to that imaginary finish line, so you could say you're a success you might totally pass through some of those lessons that could tell you exactly where you're meant to be in your business and who you're meant to serve. So that's something to think about. And number three, a benefit to growing your business steadily and slowly is that it allows you to be more intentional. Intentional is actually my word of 2020. So I'm, it's very near and dear to my heart. So being intentional gives you the time and space to kind of clean things up along the way, kind of figure some stuff out. So if you're being intentional with the decisions you make and the people that you build relationships with and the events that you go to and the products that you sell, all of that, if you're intentional about it, meaning you take the time to really think about it and make sure you understand why you're doing it, it gives you so much clarity. And that, my friend, is priceless. And number four, it helps you to build persistence, resilience, and it gives you thick skin. And this is something that I still feel like I've got to work on, where the, the negative feedback, the rude comments in social media, when people say, you know, what you're doing is crazy or whatever, I want you to have thick skin through all of that, because when you play a big game, it's going to come your way. And so if you build your business slowly and steadily and intentionally, every single day you're getting thicker skin because confidence and clarity bring on thicker skin and you get confidence and clarity when you are very, very intentional about the work you do. Creating success means that you have to have unwavering faith in yourself even after rejection, even after a failed launch, even after projects that flop or never get any traction from the get-go. You have to have unwavering faith in yourself. So my friend, Jamie Kern Lima, she's the co-founder and CEO of It Cosmetics This is what she said. I figured out how to keep my faith bigger than my fear. I figured out how to keep my faith bigger than my fear. Now, many people thought that Jamie was also an overnight success. I mean, she sold her business for a billion dollars. And when she did that and it hit the headlines, a lot of people thought, where did this girl come from? She came out of the blue. Again, she's just an overnight success, and that is so far from the truth. She tells this great story that for two years, she heard no, 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 no about getting her cosmetic line into some really big stores that would change the trajectory of her business. In fact, she talks about how she flew out to San Francisco to get a meeting with a buyer at Sephora. And if you don't know, Sephora is a very big store for uh, cosmetics. And so she got this interview finally, and she couldn't hardly afford the ticket to San Francisco. So she had to scrape together the money. She got the meeting And the woman rudely rejected her. And Jamie shares how she literally went behind the Sephora building and she just broke down in tears. Now, fast forward a few years, again, fast forward, meaning it took many years later, and now she's in Sephora and that happens to be the biggest retailer of her product. I mean, come on. Now, by the way, This is a conversation for another episode. Hint, hint, that might be coming down the line with Jamie. So we'll talk about that later. The reason I'm telling you overnight success isn't something to aim for, isn't to discourage you. The reason is to push you to get real with yourself. Are you willing to put in the hard work? Don't just say yes. Really ask yourself, are you willing to put in the hard work, the blood, sweat, and tears? it's going to be frustrating. You're going to cry. You're going to have to step out of your comfort zone and try again and again. It's not going to be a walk in the park. It takes someone with thick skin. And the reason I say this is because if you're like one leg in and one leg out, when things get hard, when you're disappointed, when you have to make sacrifices Everything's going to crumble at the first hardship that you experience because you're on shaky ground. But if you're all in, two legs firmly planted, then you're ready to hold out for what you believe in and that every tear, every letdown, every exhausted moment is going to be worth it 10 times over. So please don't think that creating a successful business is all unicorns and rainbows because that is what you're seeing on Instagram. Know that it takes all of your heart, all of your soul, and pretty much all of your energy. But here's the deal. It's so freaking worth it. And the fact that you're still listening and you haven't turned me off, well, that means you've got this. You're in it. Now, I already know that you have what it takes. But I just want to make sure that you truly know what it takes. I love this quote from Forbes. Success requires hard work, courage, humility, patience, resilience, talent, teamwork, and yes, hard work again. That's true. Now, I just covered a lot. I gave you some stories to inspire you, but more so to give you proof that quick success is not a real thing. But before I wrap up, I want to give you a three-step process for eliminating that unconscious desire for overnight success. I'll be quick here, but I want to make sure that I give you something that you can work through for that, again, often unconscious desire for quick or overnight success. Okay, grab a notebook and a pen really quick, or you could type this out, but I really actually want you to remember these questions and I want you to do the work. So step one is identify what success looks like to you, not society, not your family, not your husband, not what you see on Instagram. What does success look like to you or mean to you? Like, what does it mean to you? Just write it down, quick, quick, quick brainstorm. I think it's important that we get clear there because if you answer from your heart, what does success look like? And it could change over time, but for you right now, I think that's important so we don't get tripped up that we're trying to create someone else's success of what they think it should look like. So just get clear here. Now, step number two, ask yourself, are you willing to work really, really hard and make sacrifices for this success. Now, I think all of us as entrepreneurs are like, hell yeah, we are. Yes, for sure. But slow down just a quick second. Are you really willing to get unreasonable? Are you really willing to get uncomfortable? A lot of the uns, unreasonable, uncomfortable, step way outside of that comfy zone in order to get the success that you want. Because I can't sugarcoat this at all. It's gonna take a lot of heart, a whole lot of heart and time and energy. And sometimes that means it's gonna pull you away from experiences or things that you really wanna do or that are important to you. And it's tough to make those decisions like, do I do this or do I do that? But when you're all in, two feet firmly planted on the ground. In that moment, you can say, no, I know what I want. And I know what's most important. So are you willing to do all that? And then step number three, don't be afraid to put in all that work. So once you've identified what success means to you and you're totally committed, yep, I'm going to do it. Now it's time to just take action to get to work to commit, to go all in. Now, I'm not saying that you should never come up and take a break. Believe me, I am focused on developing my life personally just as much as I am professionally. So there's always a time and a place for that. And I believe also in setting boundaries. So there's this art and science around working hard and playing hard. And I think you have to be deliberate about it, but also like the science part, which isn't science, but like you've got to plan for it and schedule it and get really intentional in that way. So I created an episode all about setting boundaries so that you can have more time to work and be intentional and you can enjoy the time off and play hard as well. So go to episode 296 if you need a little inspiration in that area, amyporterfield.com forward slash 296. It's all about setting boundaries so that you can create this business that you absolutely love while nourishing and building a life that you love. Okay. To wrap this up, I've got one more step, but this is a step you don't need to do right away, which is kind of cool. So it lets you off the hook for now. And that is once you've reached the success that you're after, and you will, I have no doubt in my mind. Once you reach that point, I want you to reassess and I want you to create a new definition of success. I have a really specific example about this. And I hope that you really hear my heart when I say this because I genuinely mean it with all sincerity that it's incredibly important to me. So I'm just not blowing smoke here. So here's the deal. In 2019, we hit an incredible revenue goal. I've already talked about it on the podcast. We hit $15 million in, in revenue. And for 2019, that was a really big goal for me. You guys know if you follow my podcast, I think back in January 2019, I talked about it, about wanting to hit a big goal and we surpassed it and and all is amazing with that. And I do not take it lightly or for granted. However, what does success look like for me now? Now that I hit a huge revenue goal like that, I could say, all right, now we're gonna make it 30 million. Like I could get crazy and just like, Always make it about the revenue. If we hit 15 million, now we're going to go for the next big thing. And although I always want to grow revenue wise my business, that's normal for an entrepreneur, success didn't look like just making more money. And in and 2019, because I had gotten out of a partnership, it was a big driving factor. I was on my own. I wanted to prove to myself I could do this. I wanted to try new things. I wanted to experiment. It all tied back to the revenue in many different ways but I feel different in 2020. I've grown, I've changed. I've learned more about how to serve all of you. And I've learned what I need to do to take care of myself and my team as well. 2019, I didn't have a team of 15 people. 2020, I do. And so my goal, my success, I should say, what it looks like in 2020, yes, I wanna hit a revenue goal. However, I want to hit it while my team and I develop ourselves personally so that we can thrive professionally. So it's not just about that number, it's about what it looks like in our lives. Are we creating boundaries? Are we taking care of our health? Are we spending time with our family? Are we working on ourselves spiritually? Are we doing all these things so that at the end of 2020, we feel really good about who we are personally, who we are as a team, and we hit freaking revenue goals we're so proud of. But there's an and. My success in 2020, I've developed an and. I, it's it's not just about hitting a revenue goal. It's so much more than that. And it's never, ever about the money for me. Hopefully you already know that if you know me. However, we're entrepreneurs. We're not doing this as a hobby. This is our business, right? Like, Of course the revenue goals mean a lot. And I'll tell you something kind of crazy. When I was first starting out in my business back in 2010, my revenue goal, just to put this all in perspective, was $160,000. It was just a little bit more than what I had made in corporate the year before. So $160,000 was my revenue goal for 2010. And I hit it. And I literally, I was just as excited then as I was in 2019. It's all perspective, right? And so I just wanna put that out there because in 2010, my goal was, I want to prove to myself that I can make just a little bit more than when I was in a safe nine to five job. So our success changes and that's great. And so step four is once you hit the success you're after right now, reassess because your perspective changes, your values change, you change as a person, and it's a pretty cool thing. So it's something to look forward to. And I just wanted to share that with you. And in the meantime, you're going to just keep dreaming big dreams, going after those big, bold goals that you've set for yourself and use your successes in the past, the hardships, the times that you've fallen down and you've gotten back up. Use all of that as evidence that you can do hard things and you are capable of big things ahead. Deal? Okay, to wrap this up, I want to remind you of all the stories that I told you about in this episode. And when you are in that moment where you're thinking this is taking too long, I should be going faster, I should be seeing success, I want you to say no. And I want you to remember those stories of Spielberg and Oprah and Lady Gaga and JK and all of those stories I told you because they all are proof that if you rush this You are going to miss out on all the lessons, all the experiences that are shaping you into who you're meant to be. Don't forget that. Now, in addition to that, I want to hear from you. So I genuinely want to know what does success look like for you right now? And I want you to be so bold to declare it so that you're saying, it doesn't matter what's happening on Instagram with everybody else It doesn't matter what someone says I should do or what I think I should do, but really what matters at the end of the day is what does success look like for me right now? I want you to declare it. So I want you to head on over to the Online Marketing Made Easy Facebook group. Yep, I got a free Facebook group. It's called Online Marketing Made Easy. (laughs) Imagine that and let me know. There's gonna be a post in that group where you can read what everybody else is saying about what success looks like for them. And then I want you to add to it. That group is so awesome. Every single week, we've got new content in the group. There's lots of sharing, lots of engagement, a lot of accountability. So head on over to the Online Marketing Made Easy free Facebook group. And I want you to find the post and let me know what does success look like for you right now? Also, if you have a hard time finding the group, just go over to the show notes, amyporterfield.com forward slash 305. I'll link to the free Facebook group in the show notes. Also, don't forget to grab the freebie for this episode. Remember I mentioned it in the very beginning. It's a fill in the blank letter to yourself for those times when you need a little boost of confidence and a gentle reminder that you've got this and you are 100% on the right path. You've got to get your hands on this fill-in-the-blank letter that I wrote. I want you to use it every time you feel like it's not going fast enough. Deal? amyporterfield.com forward slash 305. Now, Next week, let's talk about it really fast. I'm giving you an update on my tools of the trade for creating a successful and automated business. Here's the deal. I'm not just talking about my favorite tools. I've actually broken down some various areas of business and then given the tools that I find work best for each of those areas. So, like, for example, I'll give you the best tools for social media and email marketing and organization and communication, and so much more. So whether you're just starting out in business or you have a thriving business, I have tools for every stage of your business. So this episode could change how you run your business and it could also save you some money. So you definitely want to check it out. So that's going to be next week, episode 306. And before I forget, have you subscribed to the podcast? If you haven't, just jump over to whatever platform you use to listen to this podcast. Hit subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you here same time, same place next week. Bye for now.